Yes, people, what the hell is going on? Yo, do you even remember when the locks were signed to Bad Boy? I'd completely forgotten. I'd completely forgotten. Yeah, and now it's all coming back. I remember all the all the campaigns, everyone shouting out free the locks. Yo, those days were crazy. Ha, good damn it. But people, you know what I mean? That's not the only crazy shit, right? I think yeah, I, I've realized that I've been losing my fucking mind, but I'm not the only one, right? So, um, hearing like in the news, we've got six teenagers, kids, they all moved into with each other to form a TikTok house, and it is hilarious hearing them talk about it. Like, yeah, so, um, you know. We've got a light, it's always set up um, That's where we do our videos Oh uh, yeah, we're just And it's just like, Jesus Christ I think they've got Corona It's fucked their minds up You've also got Tom Cruise is so panicked He's looking to go into space Fucking Cruise is teaming up with NASA And Elon Musk because he wants to film in space But I don't know if Cruz realises That, you know If you spend too much time in space You shrink And we all know <laughs> We all know the issues Cruz has about his height like Nicole Kidman was banned from wearing heels when they were married. You know what I mean? So, what's gonna happen when he gets back from space even shorter than he was when he first went up? Yeah, someone needs to tell him. Someone needs to tell him because otherwise, I don't even know what the fuck is gonna happen. And then also, also people. Like last week we find out that Urane scientists have found a, a planet that really as is very close to Earth. I forgot the word I was looking for, but really close to Earth. Now they found a fucking black hole that's not that far away And when I say not that far away I'm talking about in terms of space <laughs> I'm not like Yeah it's just down the road <laughs> But yeah They found a fucking black Hole Which is insane You know It's um I don't know about 3,500 light years Away Yeah I mean, I think in terms of space, it's probably the equivalent of the distance of, like, Germany away from England. Yeah. No, do not take that to the bank because I am talking out my ass. But it's, you know, 
it's kind of close. And the other crazy thing about it is that it's in a uh, it's in a three star quadrant thingy majig. Yeah, that's the um, technical terms, people. Don't shoot the motherfucking messenger. All right. Oh uh, yeah. But you kind of wonder. They they found all of this shit, right? So what the fuck were scientists doing before all of this? You know what I mean? It's like I, I I think they need to pull their finger out. Because what else is out there that they've been missing all of these years? Or maybe they're overworked. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, people, let us get to uh, this week's episode and um, see what other shit we have to talk about. All right, uh, let's go. Okay, so you know, there's crazy stuff, and then there is this. Okay. So, in some places, you know, wearing a face mask is compulsory. Which, look, whatever you might think of that, just do it. You know, it's not one of those things that is so egregious, just like, no, I am not doing that. It's just like, alright, whatever, fine. I'll put one of those things on. You know, that's what it should be. But it's not the case here, right? So a a woman and her daughter, right? Um, so it was a, a Shamal um Tiaik. Like she took her daughter to the family dollar store in Flint, Michigan. Right, but the daughter didn't have a face mask, which is weird, right? So if the mother's got one, why isn't she giving one to her daughter? That's a weird shit, right? So, you know, because the daughter didn't have one, um, the the security guard in the store was like, ah, you know. I don't know what he said, but I'm assuming it was probably at first. Sorry, she can't come in, but she doesn't have the face mask. Now, the face masks have been... Um, oh, rah, what's the word? Um, oh, yeah, I can't think of the word. But it's like the, the, the state has, um, you know, said, uh, if you're going into businesses, you need to wear a fucking face mask, right, ordained, I think that might have been the word, but I'm not quite sure, but anyway, let's move on, Um, yeah, so, my man is doing his job, right, so he's saying, look, I'm afraid you can't enter, because you don't have a face mask, which should have been, Fine, whatever Like, alright Either You just wait here Or go wait in a car And I'll just grab the blah blah And I'll be right back It's as simple as that 
you know what I mean? It's it's not like you can't get into the club or no, you can't come to the cinema or you know what I mean? One of those things where you're going to be there for hours. This is the store, and I'm imagining you're going to the store to pick up some specific items. So it's grab, pay, out. That's it. You're not gonna be there for a while. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's either yo wait here, wait in the car, or even just like okay, we'll go grab a mask and we'll be right back. Boom. Simple. No, not simple. So this woman, she gets into this big argument with the security guard, right? And um. Yeah, gets into this big argument, leaves, but when she leaves, this dirty motherfucker, she um spits at the guy. I mean, ah, uh, that's some foul ass shit. You know what I mean? Spitting at someone. And especially right now, when you know that this motherfucking, you know what I mean, disease is spread through kind of like, you know what I mean, spit and shit. So, yeah, that's just straight up wrong. You know, so she spat the dude, left, but then, right, she goes home picks up her husband and her son, yeah, picks up her husband and her son, who then go in, attack the dude, and shoot him in the back of the head, yeah, so it's it's supposedly the son was the one that pulled the shot, Um, and the son's 23, Like, she's 45, the husband's 44, and the son's 23. Doesn't say how old the daughter is. Um, but anyway, like, if you're 23, you know to have a mask. If you're younger, your parents know to get you one. You know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, what the fuck is happening? But, I shoot the guy... They kill the guy for just upholding the law. Just saying, sorry, you can't enter because you're not wearing a mask. What is that? What the hell is that? That is just insane. I mean, to do that any other time is crazy. To do it now? What the fuck are you doing, son? This is... Some terrible ass shit. And shooting someone in the back of their head. So either, right, they were trying to run off. Maybe they thought everything is done, so then now they're just walking away. 
right? But they got their back turned and shot in the back of the head. Or it was real gully and you're in it's like execution style. But it's just, it's fucked up. It's real fucked up. It's a terrible thing, man. And, uh, yeah, you you know, this ain't gonna be good for them. You know what I mean? This, this, this ain't a, a slap on the, on the wrist. This is, this is gonna be bad. Alright, so, um, they've got Shamal, they've got her, but her husband and son are, um, yeah, they're in the wind at the moment. Yeah, I mean, they're in the wind, but, uh, yo, they're going to get caught. I mean, they're going to get caught. Or they really think that, you read they're, they're going to escape all of this. Nah. And the other thing as well, so they get, they're going to get charged with um, first degree um premeditated murder firearms and the husband is also will also face charges for violating the um the face mask order because he didn't wear a mask so um yeah man like and you know what so they should like, so they should, and, like, you know, maybe she's gonna be like, I didn't know they were gonna shoot him, I didn't know they were gonna shoot, I thought they were just gonna rough him up, but either way, you brought them back to do something, you know what I mean, like, you brought them with the intention of confronting the security guard, which is fucked up, even if they had just beat him up, fucked up, you don't do that, so, yeah, throw the book at these motherfuckers, because that's some foul-ass shit, hey, it's terrible, man, real fucking disgusting, ugh, Okay, so, you know, like, sometimes people ask you, how are you doing? How are you coping with things right now? And I always think, look, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Everything is fine. It's just one of those things. It's going to pass. We're going to get through it. I feel, though, um, the other day, I uh, I realised maybe that's not true. Maybe I'm losing my motherfucking mind. So I went to Sainsbury's to do some shopping. Um, I usually go later in the evening to avoid the irritating queues. 
So I'm just doing my thing, grabbing my shit, and I walk past the uh, the confectionery, and I see like where the skills are. I see a white bag, and I'm like, "What is, th- yo, what, what is that?" So I stop, and I take a closer look, right? Take a closer look, and oh, god damn it, man, did it piss me off? So, yeah, it's a white bag and it's got white skittles, and it says during pride, only one rainbow matters. And I'm a bit like. What the fuck is happening here? You know what I mean? What are Mars thinking of putting this shit out? Right? And listen, don't get me wrong. I don't think they're being malicious. I don't think it's a racial thing. I think it's idiotic, I think it's moronic, I think they're dumb motherfuckers, but yeah, I'm not saying it's spiteful, but, you know what I mean, <sighs> look, yes, pride, you know, is, uh, you know, celebrating the LGBTQ and whatever other letters you want to add to it now, but, you know, it's 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 a celebration, right? That's what it is. But Rainbow's been around long before that. Let me just say that for one thing. Okay. Also. Also. Skittles fucking slogan was always taste the mother fucking rainbow. Right? So why the Fuck are you changing your packet to white? Right? If you are trying to say we are celebrating equality, we're celebrating, you know, like the LGB community, why change it to white? Because if I'm not mistaken, you know. LGBTs, gay, queer, trans, whatever, they're not just white people, they're everyone, right, so why change your fucking packet to white, it's moronic, it's idiotic, and I kind of feel, right, All those motherfuckers were sitting up in their conference room going, what can we do to celebrate pride? What, uh, what can we do? What can we, ideas, people, what ideas have you got? Uh, um, yo, um, yeah, Dave, I was thinking, uh, how about we, uh, take all the colour out, make them white? That is a marvellous idea, you dumb fuckers, right? It's 
people that came up with this idea are probably people who haven't had any bullshit, right? They haven't been discriminated against. They haven't had people running up to them and telling them, go back to your own country, telling them that they're not wanted, that, you know, your kind are going to hell. Like, they haven't had any of that shit. And I say that because... Listen, this is a fact. When you get to board level, senior management teams, the diversity is so fucking low. So low. Right? So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because it is the worst idea ever. Now... This is I, I read somewhere that hey they donate 20p from each bag to a pride charity. Ooh, 20 fucking p that's so great. That's oh it's incredible. I'm like fuck off. 20p is nothing, right? If you really want to do something, donate. All the time. Why just during a fucking month? Like it irritates me. That like during like this one month. Right. A pride month. You see like loads of organizations change their fucking Twitter. Like their social media handles to include a rainbow. And it's just for a month. Just for a month. And it's just like, we stand with you. Yeah. And it's like, fuck off. You know, it's ridiculous. So it's just like, what? So the rest of the time, you don't give a fuck? That's what it kind of says. Whenever people do this shit. Whatever it is. When it's just like, this month, we're with you. It's just like, what about the rest of the year, fools? You know? What the fuck? I mean, the biggest thing, though, why the fuck is this irritating me so much? Yes, I'm a cranky motherfucker, but this shouldn't have grinded my gears as much as it has. Because I got home and I wanted to kill my fucking neighbour who, uh, they've got a little kid, but it keeps them running around on the fucking floorboards and that's all I can hear. And oh, I want to throw it out the window. So, um, yeah, that's me right now. So, uh, yeah, fuck Skittles. And I might need to uh, go speak to someone. <laughs> it is what it is. Apples and pears, motherfucker. Apples and pears. All right, well... It seems that during, you know, at the moment, right, where a lot of people, you know, their jobs have stopped, so they've got mad time on their hands, which, you know, yeah, it's a pain in the ass, right, but it also means that, yo, there are so many fucking videos out there, just terrible 
fucking videos. And TikTok seems to have been really blowing up. Like, wherever you go, someone is posting a fucking video. And, look, I ain't got TikTok. There is no way I'm joining that shit. You know, cut to a year later. (laughs) No. If that happens, someone shoot me. I swear. But, you know, listen, I understand. It's not my thing. And it's not meant for me, which is fine. I don't care. I don't need that shit in my life. But the other day, I came across uh, a tweet Paige had put out. Right? Paige, the old uh, WWE wrestler. And uh, so it relates to the, what is it? The Don't Rush Challenge. That makeup brush bullshit. And um, she's like, yo, people, stop doing the challenge. These girls won hands down. And I'm like, what? So I just clicked just because I'd, I'd gone down a rabbit hole. I was just, you know, spiraling. And it's a group of girls with Down syndrome doing this challenge. Now, look, all the videos are shit, right? So it's not just that this one is worse than anyone else's or anything like that. But. The thing that got me was the disingenuous bullshit around it. Like, everyone's like, oh my god, oh, these girls are amazing. They definitely won the challenge. Oh my god. And everyone's talking the shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you all talking about? Like, what are you all talking about? Like, one dude asked a question, and there was, like, this chick just jumped on it. He was just like, why did they win, though? Like, is it because they've got Down syndrome? Like, not, you know what I mean? Just asked a question. Like, what made that video better than everyone else's? And, yeah, this one girl jumped on him and was like, you're so rude, you're out of order, how are you making fun of them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this is the thing that gets me, right? Because, listen, I have no problem with this video, right? I feel that anyone should be able to do whatever they fucking want. But the problem I have is when people want to go over the top of shit, right? So it's just like, oh, this is so much better. This is, these are amazing. These are great. Bum, bum, bum. And it's just like, no, it's just the same as all the other bullshit. But because these girls have Down syndrome, you motherfuckers want to try and make it something that it isn't, you want to blow this up and try and act like these are doing something special, when they're just having fun and doing the same old bullshit, 
And the problem is, right, you say this shit online, you know what I mean? People will write articles and try and blow it up like it's this incredible, empowering thing. But are you actually going to employ these girls? You know? Are you going to do something more meaningful? Or is it just blow hot air up their asses to try and make them think that, yeah, they can do anything when they cannot? When they cannot. Like, there's a group of... um. Uh, drag queens and drag kings with Down syndrome, and yeah, like uh, I think they came out a couple of years back, right? And a load of people started trying to make out that they were doing something exceptional, and that this was something special, and blah blah blah. And I had to uh, check it out for some work thing. One time, and I looked at this, and it was bad. Like they had nothing to fucking say. They got on stage and had nothing to say, and it is kind of embarrassing, right? Because everyone just wanted to go. Oh my god, they're so great! They're getting on stage and blah blah blah. No, they got on stage. And were bad. So instead of helping them get better, they just embarrassed them and pushed them out there. And that's some terrible shit. Because look, not everyone is going to be good at everything, right? And sometimes we try something and it's just like, yeah, I'm just fucking around, man. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be the best. I just wanted to have some fucking fun. So I did this stupid dance. I, you know what I mean? Wrote a crappy rap. I did this thing. But yeah, it is what it is. Or like, if you go, yeah, I'm a fucking good dancer, man. And all your people are like, yeah, 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 no, you can dance. And then you enter a motherfucking competition and then the whole world laughs in your fucking face. Like, no, you want someone to go, listen, I, yeah, you're not very good, man, just take a step back, all right, take a step back, or, man, there's potential, but you need to uh, polish those skills, you know what I mean, look, we're not all meant to be fucking winners, we're not all meant to be the best, you know, there's gonna be losers in life, so let's stop with the fake shit. You know what I mean? Let's stop it. Because you think that you're, you know, oh, I'm empowering these people. No. No. You are giving a full sense of glory. Because then when it matters, you're going to fall on their motherfucking faces. So... If you see something, just, yeah, you don't have to be shit about it. Like, if people just said, ha, yeah, that's fun. Boom. That's fine. But to be, oh, everyone stop the challenge. These girls have won. 
fuck off, you fucking morons. That's it. You're not helping. You are a bunch of assholes. Right? So, yeah, I hope you're happy. And, uh, yeah, go fuck yourselves. Okay, so... I think this is fair, right? So the US women's um soccer team, you know, they went to court recently in a equal pay like an equal pay bid. You know, they were suing um you know their federation claiming that they should be paid the same as the males team. Um and it was rejected. Uh, and to be honest, yeah, I kind of think that's right. Now, I think it's it's right because they're looking for back pay, right? And no, it was. It, look, you can say going forward, right? Because of you know what has happened, you can say yeah, going forward. Alright, we're going to change your pay But when it first started What the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, it shouldn't be the same That is ridiculous And the thing being It's new Right, so it's not at the same level It's not at the same level So you can't expect to be at the top from the giddy up, you know, you have to build it to get to that point, now, right, you can say, you know, because, you know, their argument is that, you know, they, they've won, um, like, the World Cup numerous times, and all of that, which, yeah, you know, uh, that that is a thing, but also, it's a different level of competition. You know, they and look, people can say whatever, but that's the truth, right? The the, the women's game, it has, you know, it it has definitely blossomed, right? It's definitely blossomed but it is still not at the same level as the men's game you know when you look at everything like all the countries in the world where there are uh, uh, football leagues and they have been going on for so many years it's ridiculous right so obviously the men's game is at a certain level. Now, in some countries it's better than others, for sure. But it's still a different level. Now, women's football, women's soccer, it has only really been a, an actual professional thing for, you know, recent years. Now, is this a fair thing? No, like they they should have been allowed to do it ages ago. But, you know, it's not the case. 
but because it's only kind of been a professional thing for a, 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 a you know a lot less time you can't expect that the level the skill to be the same all right now yes there are some players who are crazy skillful or crazy talented and yeah you could go yes there are you know on the same level as certain male players that that's a that's always a thing in whatever sport you look at but it's not across the board right it's not across the board so having you know the, the because let's look at the the US males team they do not have a great time you know p- playing internationally they're not beating everyone they're not you know like in 2002 they got to the quarterfinals but that's it i mean that's it and in 1930, they finished third. But, you know, like, nothing, they're not doing anything else. And that's because the level is so much greater in other countries. Because, again, in the US, football was never a big thing. You know, like everyone was doing NFL, like basketball, ice hockey. You know, there's a lot of other sports that were more in, uh, you know, the the, the public eye. That that were, you know, bigger things. Like there was wrestling. You know, you don't have wrestling in the UK. But in the US, you have wrestling at, you know, school and university and whatnot. So, this is the thing. So, you know, it's participation. So, the men's team, yeah, they're playing against better players. Now, with the women's, firstly, there's not as many people playing. Right, so I think there's less countries in the Women's World Cup, you know, and even some of the countries that are in it, they're just not good. You know, they're basically there for show. You know what I mean? Which is fine. I have nothing against that, but let's be real about it. So the US, yeah. They can beat everyone because, you know, they've got better funding than a lot of countries. You know, it's just a better infrastructure. So going, oh, yeah, the the women's team, you know, they've, they've, you know, they've been killing it. Oh, they're the best in the game. It's not really a... um, yeah, it's not a huge statement. You're going, look, they've won the World Cup four times. They've won the Olympics five times. It's not as big a deal as if you had said that same thing against the men's team. Just because of the level of competition. Now, it's not saying that, you know, the US women's team isn't good. Because obviously they are. 
But, as I said, it's the competition they're playing against. So to say that from the giddy-up they deserve the same pay, it's a different thing. Because also, if you think about it, right, the eyes on the sport were very different back when it all started. The sponsorship is very different back when it first started. So you have to look at that stuff as well. But now, right, now there's a lot more eyes on the sport, right? I think they're getting better attendance in the men's game. That's happening now. So you can say, from now, we're going to do this, right? So from now, we're going to up the money. That, I say that. That's all good. That's all fair. But, yeah, don't look to backdate it. That is ridiculous. Another thing that is ridiculous, though, is um, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is like, look, he's supporting them, which is fine. And he's told them, you know what, this got... Yeah, this didn't work, but don't worry, keep fighting, fight's not over. Yeah, you can say that, that's fine. But he he said to the governing body, um, he said this, to US soccer, equal pay now, or else when I'm president, you can go elsewhere for World Cup funding. That's a ridiculous thing to say. It's a ridiculous thing to say. That's bullying, firstly. And, like, look, <laughs> you're, you know, he's trying to say he's better than Trump. Now, Trump has said similar things. So you can't say that and then say, oh, yeah, Trump's an idiot. Because he said, well, you've just done the same. You've done the same. And that's not how you do fucking business, idiot. So that's a ridiculous thing to say, you know, and it's also kind of, you know, cutting off your own nose to spite your face, it's moronic, so yeah, all of these, you know, they're trying to put forth all of these arguments, why, you know, the equal pay and it should be backdated, no, 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 focus on the now, don't, don't try and, you know, Say from the beginning it should have because it shouldn't. It's a ridiculous thing to say. You know what I mean? It just shouldn't. It, it's a it's what happens. You know, that's like saying an open mic comic should be paid the same as you know a, 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 a I don't know, like a, a big name, a um Dave Chappelle. A Jerry Seinfeld, a Joe Rogan. No. Because they're at the beginning. They haven't done anything. They haven't worked. They haven't built up the following, the recognition, the brand recognition. They haven't done all of that. So, no, they wouldn't get the same. But when they've been in the game, when they've worked, when they built all of that shit up, yeah, you can say... Yeah, their ticket prices should be the same. You know, they should get the same cut from the venue. All of that is fair. But not at the beginning. It's a ridiculous...
ridiculous thing to say. Now, they also had a a claim um, for a discrimination on, um, is it, I think, travel, uh, you know, hotels, um, medical, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fair, because that, that shouldn't be, like, a diminished thing, you know, like, your health care, and, yeah, that's all kind of fucked up, so that, and that got cleared to go through, and that's a fair thing, but, yeah, the other stuff, I mean, shut the fuck up, ladies, I mean, shut the fuck up, now, yeah, Work on your new contracts. In your new contracts, you can say, we deserve more money. Boom. And I would, yeah, co-sign that for sure. But, yeah, let's keep it real. Let's keep it Equality is, yeah, is a completely different thing from fabrication. So, uh, yeah, think about that. Think about that. Okay, so in news, I think a lot of people just didn't really expect. uh, Stephanie Meyer has announced that she's going to be writing a, a new Twilight book. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Seems a long-ass time ago that all that crazy-ass shit was happening. And people were going crazy for these very odd characters. But it could well be back. Girl. <laughs> now, one thing that I... And I'd completely forgotten, right? So, like... A book actually, you know what I mean, was talked about a while back, right? But at the time, excerpts leaked online and then she scrapped it. But it, um, but I think that was, that was a while ago. You know what I mean? That was, I don't know, like... A good few years ago, right? So, I don't know, like eight years or something crazy. It was a good while back. Um, so, yeah, it looks like she uh, decided to get back on that horse, right? So, uh, yeah, she's going to be, be releasing um, Midnight Sun in August, so the idea with the new book is well it's the the thing is right so with the previous books they were written in the voice of um the girl woman um god you know the one played by um the uh you know the actress with the um the ready hair uh, 
Kristen Kirsten, Kristen Stewart, Kirsten Stewart, the Stewart girl, right? Um, but with these new books, they are going to be following um, uh, the guy, the vampire dude. Uh, hmm. God, what are those stupid names? Um. Ah, like, it's on the tip of my freaking tongue. It really is. God damn it. Um, Bella. God damn it. That's it. Yes. The girl was Bella, and then there was Edward and Jacob. That is it. Ugh, so frustrating. Um, but yeah, so the original books were from Bella's point of view, supposedly. And this new book is going to be from Edward's point of view. But it has him kind of, it's revisiting the events, but looking at it through his eyes. Which is an odd one, because like, yeah, you know, originally it was a trilogy, and now this is one book, but from his point. So, like, ugh, is she going to write another trilogy, but everything just from heat? That would be irritating. But, um, eh, you know, whatever. These aren't for me. So, <laughs> you know. But it's interesting, because, you know, it's like uh, 12 years since the last book came out. So, yeah, big chunk of time to uh, get to this. And... Yeah, you do wonder, you know, because it's just like she did try to bring out another book, but that kind of fell flat. So, you know, maybe, you know, no new ideas came to mind and it's just like, all right, let me go back to something I know was a hit. So it could be that. It's interesting to see all the craziness that people are talking about around this though right now it's like some people are saying that the first books kind of normalized domestic violence right which i have no clue because yeah i didn't read these books so you know i can't really speak on that but it is i do find it funny because there are plenty of books that really, you know, aren't great when you look at it, you know, through today's glasses. Is it? No, today's lens. That's the thing, right? Look at through today's lens. Yeah, yeah, probably. Something like that anyway. But, um, like, if you, you know, Jane Eyre, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, you know, they talk about, oh, yeah, Mr. Darcy's so, guy so great. Uh, and it's just like, it's it's not really. It's not really. But people wanna will ignore certain stuff and say, no, that's a classic. That's fine. But then they'll pick on something else. And it's just like, look, if you're going to really do that, do it on everything, you know? Do it on everything. But the interesting thing about it is, like, you know, people are saying, you know, 
now we've had Me Too, you know, will, um, you know, will she write these books in a different way, you know, will she alter the way, you know, Edward and Jacob do things, and it's a bit like, she wrote, you know what I mean, it was a woman writing these books, it's not like she doesn't know about domestic violence, it's not like she's thinking, oh yeah, is it bad if a guy hits a girl, you know what I mean, is it bad if, like, you know, so yeah, that's the crazy thing I kind of feel, it's just like, look, she wrote those original books, knowing about all of this stuff, so (laughs) why do you expect it to change, yeah, and if it does change, that would just be a bit weird, because, you know, if you're addressing the same events, how can you change it, you know what I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of, that would be odd, but the funny thing is, this isn't the, uh, you know, the first retread, because it was just um, last year that we had word that Susan Collins was going back to, uh, you know, the districts, you know, she's writing a Hunger Games prequel called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is actually going to be out in just under two weeks, on the 19th of May, which is a Tuesday, seems like an odd day, but yeah, you know, that's what it is, but yeah, so she's bringing out a this prequel that will be following um, Cornelius Snow, yeah, 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 and um, yeah, like, and they've already announced that they are going to be making that into a film as well. I think it's Lionsgate. Yeah, the you know they're going to be making it. Um, so yeah, the, the but the thing with this book, so the idea is that um, you know, uh, Snow is Panem's. You know, he was Panem's president, right? Um, And a dictator. (laughs) He he wasn't the good guy uh, of that, um, you know, original trilogy. But in these ones, the the books are sent 64 years before the events of the original Hunger Games. And um, so... Yeah, Snow is 18 in these books. And he has to, uh, you know, mentor one of District 12's tributes in the 10th Hunger Games. So, yeah, that's that. So, you know, it's not a new thing, really. And I, I guess, yeah, there is an appeal to going back to something that you did and was a crazy big success, but you know, you've already got a fan base, right, you've already got a fan base locked in, 
and there's a market there, so it's a probably a bit less scary than writing something completely new, like which Myers did, and yeah, just didn't go well, right? So go back to the old stuff now. But the thing being, like, because I did actually read the Hunger Game books, and I thought the first. The first was a decent book It wasn't bad The other two For me It was just a bit like We didn't really need them You know what I mean We didn't really need them And they took forever to really get to the point You know the This whole love triangle shenanigans Just was a bit Forced and you know played out really just for the sake of being able to write <laughs> more. That was it. Like everything just seemed a bit like, oh god, when is this gonna end? So I wouldn't say it ended on a high, more of a whimper. So yeah, it'll be it it be interesting to see the reception of you know this new Hunger Games prequel and this uh, you know weird Twilight book, which I think didn't the uh, you know the darker days those weird. You know, BDSM books that were a big hit a few years ago The same thing happened with those, didn't it? You know, she brought out a fourth book that was from the dude's point of view Yeah, I don't know Fuck it These aren't for me Aren't for me They're for, you know, that young adult crazy audience So, uh, well, you know, hope they enjoy them But let us get on to something else. Alright? Let's do that. Yo, people. People, people. This Saturday, May the 9th, finally sees the UFC return. It's gonna be from the Veterans Memorial Arena, Jacksonville, Florida. It's a 12 fight card. UFC 249, Ferguson v. Gaethje, you need to check out Chin Check this week, because we break down every fight, kind of, <laughs> yes, so once you finish this, yo, people, go check it out, alright, cool, cool, okay, so, this week, decided to, um, yeah, do some more shit on Amazon Prime, and uh, I I went back to the Expanse. Okay, so this was something um, where I'd read the book series. I think when the TV yeah when the TV show came out, right? I'd just started the books, so I think I was now on book two. Right, and I really enjoyed the books, you know, uh, which were by James S. A. Corey, 
which is two guys, it's a pseudonym, um, and yeah, so I'm really enjoying the books, you know, um, doing, they, you know, because they kind of looked at things slightly different to a lot of sci-fi series, so it's like, alright, this is fun, so, but, you know what I mean, and I'd come to these late, right, so I think there was already maybe four books out at the time, with a fifth coming, um, so yeah, I was like, oh, shit, interesting, and I watched a TV show, well, I watched the first episode, and, ah, I was very frustrated, because a lot had been changed, and it was just like one of those things, like, oh, yeah, this is frustrating me, and so I parked it, but, you know, then a lot of crazy shit happened, right, so, you know, there's so much on, so you don't get back to it for a good while, then the show, it's on sci-fi, they cancelled the show, even though it's like one of their biggest hits, they cancel it, Jeff Bezo, is it Jeff Bezo, Bezo, whoever, you know, the owner of Amazon, he loved the show so much, right, he loved it so much that he got Amazon to pick it up, <laughs> that's what having fuck you money means, <laughs> you know what I mean, so, like, when they thought things were done, Amazon picks it up, so they uh, do a full season, it's renewed for a fifth season, uh, which I'm not even, I'm not sure if they filmed any of it because of all this crazy shit, maybe they finished it, I don't know, right, but um, yeah, and everyone I know that has watched it is telling me that Yo, it's really good, it's really, but they've now, none of these people have read the books, right, but everyone's saying, oh, it's really good, it's really good, and I always thought, look, alright, I will give it, you know, I'll give it another try, of course, of course, and, uh, you know, get, finally getting back Amazon, I, uh, thought, yeah, why not, I will give it another try, so that's what I did, uh, that's the convoluted story of um, me and the Expanse TV show. I am glad that you found it as captivating as it was. Yeah. But, uh, yes. So, the show, it was first developed by Mark Fergus and Hawk Ostby. Hawk. That's a name, right? But you, you kind of need to be a cool motherfucker to have that name. Right, if you're just a nothing motherfucker, which is fine, it's fine, but it just the name don't work for you, man. Don't work. But uh, anyway, yes. So they developed it. Clinton Shoulder is the composer of the series. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of executive producers as. As you usually find, as well as the uh, James S.A. Corey guys, you know, which is a good look. And it's starring uh, Stephen Strait, 
Cass Anvar, Wes Chatham, uh, Florence Fave, um, Shori Aghagadashalu, um, and Thomas Jane. I think one of the things as well about this was, I think Thomas Jane had kind of disappeared for a minute, and then he appeared, then it was like, yo, he's going to be in this, and it was just like, oh, shit, okay, and seeing the image, you just think, oh, yeah, Thomas Jane, he, he encapsulates his character really well, I mean, Looking at everyone who got cast, you do go, yeah, that's how I pictured it. Yeah, no, they they do look the part. Yeah, 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 yeah I'd buy that. I mean, I guess Amos could have been a bit bigger, but, you know, you're like, hey, the guy that's playing it, you're, you're not like, nah, don't buy that dude. Yeah, you for real, you buy the dude as Amos. So, yeah, no, it's... um. They did a really good, real good job with it. Uh, so, the synopsis is this. 200 years in the future, in a fully colonised solar system, police detective uh, Josephus Miller, who's played by Jane, um, who was born in the asteroid belt, is given the assignment to find a missing young woman named Julie Mao. Meanwhile, James Holden, the first officer of an ice freighter, is witness to an unprovoked attack upon the ship by craft believed to be from Mars. As news of the attack spreads throughout the system, the incidents flow on um blah, the incidents flow on threatens to destabilize already tensious relations between earth mars and the belt far away from the struggles in deep space on earth christian avasavala a powerful United Nations executive and diplomat, works to prevent war between Earth and Mars by any means. Soon, the three find out the missing woman and the ice freighter's fate are part of a vast covert conspiracy which threatens all humanity. That's, that's a good synopsis, you know? That, that pretty much... Kind of sums everything up And um, What it is as well Like the um, The first season of the show Pretty much encapsulates um, What happens in the first book Leviathan Wakes I think that's the first book Yeah uh, so, you know, that's a, uh, that's a good, that's pretty decent, right, that's a good look, but, um, yeah, you know, so watching this, it wasn't bad, it wasn't bad, you know,
You're looking at it all and the feel of the show, the look of the show, yeah, everything works, right? You kind of believe it. The tension between all the parties involved, you know, that's all believable. You you definitely buy this as a reality and a futuristic reality. But... You know, it, it's it's not one of those situations where you're just like, ugh, this is completely unbelievable. You know, they, they, they've kind of got it that with everything that we've seen, the you know, the evolution in technology and everything like that, it's at a point where you're like, yeah, I can see all of this shit being there. So that all feels right, and the characters are, um, the characters are pretty decent, characters are pretty decent, pretty, uh, yeah, no, they're not, no, no one really comes off as one-dimensional, which is definitely a good thing, the acting is all very solid, it's all very solid, good acting, and so everything moves along. Um, like the series doesn't fully give you everything that happens in the first book, like the end. It ends at a point, kind of. Mm, I don't know. It's it's definitely before the end of the book, but I would probably be. We probably get three quarters of the book, right? I I think that's probably uh, a, f- a reasonable breakdown of what happens. And it does end at a point that you're like, huh? Like, well, not at a point, but just the way it ends. It ends on this weird note that it's not. As much a cliffhanger or a suspense bot to lead you in to, to what is to come. You know, it, it was a weird, it seemed like a weird choice for the way for it all to end. You know, I, and I think that's probably, you know, the fact that I, you know, I've been through the book. So I understand where things are going. But I think even if I hadn't have read the book, it definitely ends at a point that's not as much a a pull for the next season, right? I think you go to the next season because you would have enjoyed everything that you've seen. But it's it's not so much um, one of those things where you're like, oh, fuck, I need season two now. Oh, this is insane. I can't believe it ended there. You know, which, which yeah, is an odd one. Definitely an odd one. Now, I, I can understand why people that haven't read the books really enjoy this. And I think... I would have been fully on board the first time around if I hadn't have read the books. Because 
what they change initially, it, it doesn't make as much sense. And so you do wonder, and that's for me, you know what I mean? Because I, I got into certain situations where the character and the way the book is set up, that helps the book flow. So what they changed is Holden, okay? So James Holden, he is an extremely liked person. Yo, all the crew like him. And it's at a point where they're just like, yo, we trust you. Do you know what I mean? They trust him to take them. He's basically the moral compass, of the story to an extent, right? Um, and it is a point where when he starts to kind of go off the rails, you you understand the stressfulness of the situation. You know, because he is kind of that focused on doing this one thing. Now he fucks up all the time. But everything he does, you understand that he did it because he believed it was the right thing to do. Uh, and so with the fact of them kind of changing that, Jerry, like, all the crew, none of the people who end up being the crew of the Rosanante, they don't like him. You know what I mean? They do not like him. As this all starts, which then is a bit like, huh, this is odd. Yeah, what what's ha- what's happening here? You know, like Naomi doesn't like him, which is yeah, a big thing. Like Amos and Alex, and yeah, so they've thrown these weird like this weird stuff in, and it's so it kind of throws you. Well, it throws you if you've read the book, right? So there was that. And also, like, the the rest of the crew don't even... The only two people that are, like, solid is Alex and Naomi. No, sorry, Amos and Naomi. So, like, the whole... Like, the first few episodes, like, everyone's all kind of at each other. And especially at this one point, with a kind of interrogation, kind of a little bit kind of thing. And, you know, what gets thrown at them, it's obvious, like, you 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 read it in a way that it's like, yeah, of course they're going to say that. You know what I mean? Because they want to throw distension around, right? And you so it's an obvious thing. And you feel the characters understand that, but everyone's at each other. Which is like, it's a it's a weird kind of thing, and I I thought it played a bit false, right? Because I think it's like some of the first kind of interchanges are a bit odd, just because it acts like these people aren't used to working in these situations. You know, so they're at each, they're kind of bickering and it's all a bit silly and it's all a bit like, 
yo, what do you, you, it just feels like you're doing this just because, right, and then, you know, then it settles down, right, it kind of settles down, and it starts to flow, which is like, okay, yeah, this is better, um, now they've got Amos, Amos is different in the way like in the books he was always like the guy he would get the shit done right but he had a moral code now in this he'll just kill someone and it's a bit like uh, it's, it's it's not quite like that you know so they've kind of changed that and you're just like ah i wonder like why you know now, with the changes that are made, because James S.A. Corey, because they're both involved with this, and I've heard them talk about their involvement, and they are pretty hands-on. You know, they've always said, look, we didn't need to, like, there was no reason that they made us ha- this hands-on, but they did, and we're really grateful because we've been able to, you know, steer things how we kind of feel they, they they should be going. So you kind of think that, oh, they've signed off all these changes. So you're just like, all right, fine. You know, it's, it's, it's fine. And you only really, it only really makes a thing for you if you've read the book. Right? Um, but yeah, if you haven't, it, it's, yeah, it's no issue at all. Um, like, they did change stuff around the proto molecule, but that's not as bad as you can understand, because it does get very complex. I, I was thinking, oh, are they going to throw in the doctor and his daughter and that, all of that kind of thing, which they did didn't and i i understand why right because there's a lot of kids involved and ugh, that could have been very problematic you know just working schedules and the way kids work you know they can only do so many hours and all of this and yeah so you can understand why they think oh like can we just get around that bit uh so there's that now they changed some of um like the UN stuff, they made that a lot more, uh, sus- like, I wouldn't say cutthroat, because it was always kind of like, oh yeah, like that in the book, but they added some shit, right, which have been like, okay, interesting, I, you know, I ain't mad at it, Ain't mad at it at all. But the, the, the series, because we we get to um the whole kind of Eros thing. I think we finally kind of get to all of that in episode eight. Right? So there's not or was it yeah, we get to it kind of in eight and it plays out in nine and ten. So yeah. It, it it always was a bit like, oh, there's not that much time to close this out, 
right, there's not that much time to, to do what you remember happens in the book, but as I said, look, they don't go, um, fully there, and I, I do kind of think that maybe some of the earlier stuff could have been pushed forward a little bit more, but it's not like this all dragged, you know what I mean, it's, it's not like it all dragged, but I think one thing that does, which is a bit odd, and it goes back to what I was saying about the relationship about on with everyone on board, and how, you know, at the beginning, they're all at each other's throats, and all of this kind of thing, so, things change, right, so everyone, no one really likes Holden, but then suddenly we get Naomi changing her opinion towards him, but I, it was kind, it's kind of odd, because it is kind of all of a sudden, right, which is a, which then does feel like they've, you know, they're rushing that element of things to get it in a certain place. So, yeah, that did all seem a bit, ah, you know, rushed. Because I think they could have played it that, you know what I mean, what, like, oh, I waited for you because you came back for me. They could have played it like that. Which, yes, you buy that. That all makes sense. But with how then they kind of threw in a little... Mm-mm-mm. You know, it's like, ah, really? Like, that. we didn't need to see that potentially now. You could have held that till two. Now, nothing happens... But they kind of have sowed those seeds now. And I think mm, it happened so late that uh, it would have probably been better not to have that yet. You know, for that just to evolve in two. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, like it is all very interesting. You know, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, as a show, this this worked pretty well, right? Uh, I mean, one of the goofy bits was the spy. You know, the spy um, who was playing, like, two sides. And, you know, they have, and he runs off, and then they meet. we meet up with him at the end, and all of that kind of thing. And where it ends... Where it all ends with him in a weird way. But, right, that whole bit, that was a bit odd. Because you're kind of like, okay, he's a espionage spy. An espionage? Espionage. Yeah, that's the word, isn't it? Espionage. Right. Yeah. You know, he's a... Uh, Corporate espionage guy So Yeah You'd kind of figure that He'd have the shit that He was you like the eye shit and all of that And you'd kind of figure That they would understand this 
because they're not idiots, especially with certain connections that start to come out later on, right? OPA and stuff and stuff and stuff. Um, you know, like Holden, Alex, they've both been in the military, but they don't. So they're allowing this dude to do certain things, and you're just like, wait, how is no one kind of clocking some of the shit this dude is doing? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, that was very odd. Because, yeah, that that was... Huh, that was a, definitely an odd part of it. That Just that whole kind of thing. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, no, I I will be checking out season two for sure. I, I yeah, I enjoyed season one. Enjoyed it. Um, interesting to see where they take it. Yeah, because I have heard that each season is meant to be a book. So obviously they're going to finish book one. But yeah, what how, you know? How's two going to unfold? You know, like. Are they going to cover all the book two, or is it going to kind of a fragment off into three, like one, one did? You know, that, yeah, that will be interesting. But, um, yeah, I would say, look, if you've got Prime and, like me, you're very slow <laughs> and you haven't checked this out, oh, I would definitely recommend it, especially if you're a fan of sci-fi stuff. So if you liked things like Firefly, you know what I mean? I think, mean, yeah, you would definitely enjoy this. Right? Even if you like shows like um Fringe. You know what I mean? Some like stuff that isn't fully in space but is kind of weird and weird. Uh yeah, you would still like the expanse. So um yeah, give it a show. Give it a shot, even. Um, I think sci-fi still have the first three um, seasons, so you might be able to watch it on there. Definitely in the state if you've got it there. The sci-fi UK is very odd, uh, but yeah, people, check out the Expanse TV show, and if you haven't done the books, check out the books because if you like the show, yeah, you'll definitely enjoy the books, right? Definitely, okay, okay, right, let's move on, okay, so, you know what I mean, I had to do this, because, you know, I think there, there needed to be a comparison, there needed to, I don't know, look at both books fairly, right, Um. so, you know what I mean, I did, uh, the Testaments, right, so, you know what I mean, like, well, you know what I thought of that, like, you just listen to what I said, um, but, you know, I thought I would look at its fellow co-winner of the Man Booker Prize, so, yeah, this week, I checked out Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Everisto. Uh, it was read by Anna Maria Nabri. 
Um, and the gist, the gist is this, uh, teeming with life and crackling with energy, a love song to modern Britain and black womanhood. Girl, woman, other follows the lives and struggles of 12 very different characters, mostly women, black and British. They tell the stories of their families, friends and lovers across the country and through the years. Joyful, polyphonic and vibrantly contemporary, this is a gloriously new kind of history, a novel of our times, celebratory, ever dynamic and utterly irresistible. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hmm. I just, I don't really feel that the, the blurb kind of does justice to the book. You know what I mean? There's like, it keeps them talking about, and I've looked at many different blurbs, right? You know what I mean? Written on like Audible, Goodreads, Penguin, like wherever. And it always talks about like, you know, it's a history of, and it's not a history. You know what I mean? This this is a, a, a story. This is telling you about the lives of these people, right? How they have traversed their time on the planet. How they've navigated being the people they are. I mean, seeing their different experiences, how they've interacted with others. That's what this is. Uh, And it's interesting in that regard. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like easy you know what I mean? That Netflix show, if you, yeah, maybe, like, if you saw it. I mean, it's a great show. I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, because like that, this, you know, there's not an overarching story, right, that goes through everything. But everyone, like, all the characters do get their own chapter. And then they will show up in other chapters. You know what I mean? They cross-pollinate the book. But sometimes they're not they're not really in it at all. They're in the background. Like maybe they the another character goes somewhere and they walk past them or they just greet them. Or but you you will have these other people pop up. Uh, And that makes it interesting, you know, especially when you've heard a certain story from one point of view And then you're, you know I mean, you're on another chapter And it's telling a completely different story But the story interconnects with that other one At a different point you know what I mean? So you 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 come in it at a different so you don't even realize that you're hitting this other story that you've already heard and you're hitting it from this different angle. So that's really interesting. You know, I mean? just the way that happens. Um But yeah, it it you know what I mean it, it's dealing with a lot of different stuff. 
You know what I mean? Like feminism, politics, relationships, um, I think sexuality, just all, all of that kind of thing. And I, you know, I, I think a thing is because there's a lot of stuff that comes up in this book. You know what I mean? There's a lot that comes up. Um, and I, I, I would say that sometimes you read these books and they want to be the, uh, hmm, like they, they want to be the voice. They want to be the focal point of discussion on this subject. And what you read in these pages is the beginning, the middle, the end. You know what I mean? They're covering it all, and what they say is Bible, right? Um, and that's always frustrating, you know? But this, um, you know, as I said, look, all these different things come up, right? But I would say that they don't, they're not thrown at you like it is... A statement Like this is the be all and end all On this topic Like that's not the thing And I do appreciate that You know I, I think you're able to um, Traverse the piece In an easier way Because of that fact You know what I mean Because you're not being bludgeoned with these points and, and, you know, told that, right, this is it. If you don't agree with this, you're an arsehole, you know? So that's good. Um, and, yeah, I like a, a lot of the things. You know, we are hit with a lot of different kind of subjects here, you know? Like, um, <sighs> I don't know. Just, I guess... You know, non-binary and what it means to um, uh, to be a feminist, and and you know what it means to be a lesbian. Um, you know, I mean, all these different things, right? And you know, but it's kind of some of them. You know I mean, a lot of times the things that come up, it's said in a way that, yeah, I guess a lot of people might be a bit like, oh, shit, what? You know, like one character wants to, you know, he wants to create a music festival that's, um, you know, not for trans people. And like, but that's a thing, right? A lot of, um, you know, uh, 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 lesbians are kind of like, you know, there's a there's discord between lesbians and trans. You know what I mean? So there's all these things that we've heard about. Um, you know, but they're approached here as if it's just people with their opinions, not like yeah, you need to feel this way. You know, and. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, especially when you're kind of, you know, you, you're reading and you're following these characters and how they're growing and evolving and changing and all of that over the course of these pages. Um, 
or audio, <laughs> as it were, you know what I mean? So that's really interesting. Um, I did like the fact, you know, because like, uh, it's always... You're, I guess sometimes you're reading books and they're telling stories and like rape comes up and that's always just like, uh, God damn it. You know what I mean? Just because it, 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 I guess it's like something that comes up in a lot of um, black books. And it was always just, because it's just never fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's just like, it's never something that you're like, ah. Oh, Great, <laughs> this story, you read, um, but that is a part of one character's backstory, but then I did like the fact that they had, they showed a, a relationship, um, you know, between these two women, and it was, um, Oh god, what do you call it? Like domestic violence, you know, that kind of thing And I don't think we see that much You know what I mean? Like, when, when it's, it's usually domestic violence and that kind of thing It's usually a man and a woman You know? Like, I don't, I, I don't think I've seen I think there's probably one I feel there's one thing um, That maybe I've watched And it was a woman and a man yeah, never a woman on a woman, and so, yeah, I thought that was interesting, you know what I mean, that they, they had that, um, I did really like this book, I, I found it very interesting, and I thought that it approached different topics, it kind of, Shone the light on different issues And just kind of navigated A different space Right And I kind of I'm just a bit like This should have just won Outright Like it's irritating that this Had to share The man booker with the testament Because it just It's just a better book You know what I mean I, 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 yeah, I was a bit like, ugh, this is irritating, you know what I mean, I just, yeah, this just felt to me like a better book, and listen, it's, it's not to say that I was, you know, I mean, there's definitely bits of this that I found, uh, like, frustrating, I found irritating, like, um, yes, ugh, like, Yaz is such an irritating character. I mean, look, not so much an irritating character, um, you know what I mean? But I would say that, I guess it's the way she's always talked about, like, formidable, defiant, like, she's an arse. <laughs> You know what I mean, she's a bit of a self-righteous asshole. It's just like, you know, she's just like, oh, I think you should pay for my trip to go to this play. You know what I mean? It's never, hey, listen, if I do this, would you lend me the money? It's just always, yeah, you should do this for me. And blah 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 blah. And it's just a bit like it's like it's fine because we know people like that, right? But I, I I just wish there was someone in the book that would 
you don't call her on that shit. You know, because she's not really called on it. Like, no one's just be like, yo, you're, you're kind of up your own ass, kid. Do you know what I mean? Just buy your own shit. Get your own fucking job. Do your own thing. You know what I mean? Like, and... Yeah, because it's just like... She, she, she takes shots at her mum. Usually behind her mum's back. And, and it's just like... But what about you? <laughs> like, what about your shit? Look at that. Before you start throwing stones in greenhouses and all of that. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I wish there was, like, someone that would call on that. You And I guess sometimes a lot of the characters, and you find this sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, people, you know I mean? They get to the top of their career. You know I mean? they, they're like, oh, yeah, they're the, the best novelist. They're looked at as a great novelist or a great teacher or, you know I mean? a great playwright and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes. Now, the, the, we do see some people at the start struggling before they get the all-out acclaim. You know what I mean? Even, but even when they're not kind of, you know, the uh, the cherry of society. Um, that's not a f- f- saying, is it? I can't think of what the saying would be. But, um, yeah. They're not kind of, like, looked at as, I don't know, the be-all, end-all of that thing, right? But even before that, they're still perceived as being very good at what they do. And, you know... Sometimes you just think, can't there just be a character that's just average? You know what I mean? Just, eh. You know, never really gets what they want. Right? And there's the, there's like an odd one. There's like a girl who's got three kids. Right? So, but she's probably the odd one out of everyone else. And most of the people that we meet do achieve a level of, you know? And it's just, like, there are people... Like, a lot of times, some of the relationships, they are kind of, like... They are what they are because the people, you know They've used it as an escape. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's just like, oh, like, no, you know, the, the parents didn't think anyone was gonna, you know, take their daughter away. And then she meets a guy and he looks at her in a certain way. And so, yeah, then she, they start going out and they fall in love and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, did they fall in love? Or was it just. Because that was the first person to pay any sort of attention. You know what I mean? Like, we, we see it with... Shit, at the end. Uh, is it Winston? Winston? No, it's not Winston. Um, It's the mother of Harriet. 
whose name I can't remember. Is it Gloria? Fuck, I can't remember. But um, with her, you know, and but that's never kind of talked about like that. Like there's a relationship that we we have, and. You know, once the, you know, there's a lot of miscarriages and all of this And then, so, the, the once a baby is there There's post-mortal, post-nortal, post-marit mm, What the fuck do you call the posty of the baby thingy, um You know what I mean? Once a baby's born and then the thing is post Nurtle, I don't get, I, fuck it, I don't know, I forget, I forget the word, sue me But, the mum is experiencing that But, you kind of feel so, like the husband has got a, a degree of that shit too But it's just talked about like, oh, he's you mean he hates her because blah blah blah, and it's just like yo, both are cucking out of their minds. You know what I mean? Both are struggling, but it's not kind of talked about like that. And I, it's kind of a disservice to everything that's happening. You know what I mean? But hey, whatever, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I I do. It was interesting. I did like it. I did enjoy it. Um, and I think it's the way it's kind of it weaves in and out of everyone's lives. That's interesting. The one bit that I I hated, the one bit that I was just like, oh for fuck's sake, ugh, the very fucking end, the very fucking. End. End. I did not enjoy that. It it was just the whole. Uh, yeah, it was just the, the the whole. Um, what do you call it? The uh, paternity, not the paternity. It's not pater. It's like um, fuck. I can't remember anything right now, motherfucker. Um. God damn it. You mean, like, what, the geniality. Is it geniality? The family tree bullshit. Yeah. It, that. That. Ugh. I was just like, why? Why? And, it, like, just the way. And also, also, before the very end, like, just when when the the when they that is all found out and it's just like oh and there's one percent of this and then it's just like oh well maybe now I should oh and that explains why I suntan and that ex- like it's one fucking percent no it doesn't what the fuck are you talking ah shut up that irritated me. That really fucking irritated me. And I, I just a bit like, look, the, the woman, yeah, you know, she's, I don't know, she had traits of racism, right? And then it's just like, all of a sudden, then there's this whole fucking, mm, 
kind of a 180, and I'm just a bit like, ah, I don't buy that, I don't buy that at all, yeah, that, hated the end, but other than that, yes, I, 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 yeah, I was cool with this, and as I said, look, I felt this, it just should have been the outright winner, for me anyway, um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend you checking this out um, I know a couple of my friends have So I'm definitely looking forward to uh, talking to them once they finish So people, if you haven't done it, go, uh, go, yeah, go check this out Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good read, good listen Girl, Woman, Other, uh, by Bernadine Everisto, and um, hey, the audio book is really good as well. Like Anna Maria Nabari, um, does a great job narrating. So uh, yeah, go check it on Audible. It's um, it's a good listen, people. It's a good listen. Okay, people. So we are drawing to the close of another episode. A bit of TV news before we bounce So it looks like fans of Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars getting coffee There's not going to be any more series It would seem Seinfeld did a press conference last week And he kind of basically said uh, Yeah, nothing else is planned And um he also doesn't think he's going to do another, you know, special for TV. So um, that could be it TV-wise for Seinfeld. But he's still going to be um, touring and all of that. Um, so last year, um, we got word that J.J. Abrahams, you know, he signed a big deal with HBO. And... Um, he had a TV show called Demimond in the works. So he has now um, found the showrunners for that. Uh, so it's going to be Kyra Snyder, Rand Ravich, and Far Shariat. So yeah, they're going to be uh, showrunners on the series. Which is going to be the first that, um, you know, Abrahams has um, written and created since Fringe all those years ago. And that was good. So, you know what I mean? Fingers crossed. Um, But the story of this is... um, Basically, the extraordinary lengths a family are going to go... To uh, find a missing kid So um, yeah I don't know We will see um, what happens With that uh, Also um, Battlestar Galactica Has got its showrunner And that's going to be Michael Leslie um, Yeah so I mean, this new take is meant to be a new iteration on the property. So they're saying it's not a revival. 
you know, it's not a sequel, so, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens, I mean, like, everyone knows that the original, um, basically followed the last lot of humans, you know what I mean, who were trying to survive after the Cylons had come and destroyed the 12 colonies, so we just had a flotilla of ships with the last lot of humans racing through space trying to find yet a new home, all the time being uh, yeah, dogged by the Cylons, so it'll be interesting to see what this iteration is, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know, I guess we're going to have to wait for the end of the old pandemic before we kind of, you know, get, you know, any word on when this is all going to go into production and all of that. Um, so, coming to Disney Plus on the 15th, so, um, you know, that will be next week, right? Yeah, I think like next week. Um, yeah, will be the Fury Files. So that's coming to Disney Plus. And so basically, like for everyone that knows Nick Fury, he basically had information on every single superhero, mutant, inhuman. He had info, info on them, how to take them down, contingency plans, and everything like that. So this series um, is kind of that. You know, it's going to be a cross between motion comic art and animation. Um, yeah, it could be interesting, you know. It could be interesting, but yeah, it, it, it's basically, um, yeah, it's basically that, really, just looking, I think they're focusing, I don't know, I don't really know, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, we'll find out next week, right? But uh, yeah, it could be interesting It's new content Something fresh to uh, check out So yeah, we will see But um, you know, word keeps on coming out on Mandalorian Season 2 So um, Peyton Reed has confirmed that he's directed an episode Along with Robert Rodriguez So um, yeah you know, um, post-production is currently being done, so um, I think that probably is going to drop, I don't know, later this year, you know what I mean? So yeah, we'll look forward to that. Um, also, um, the National Geographic has a new series coming to Disney+, Plus. so this is called The Right Stuff, and... Um, yeah, it is due to premiere in the fall And it's eight episodes Which are based on Tom Wolfe's um, 
yeah, Tom Wolfe's book of the same name, I believe. And it looks at uh, astronauts involved in Project Mercury and their families who become instant celebrities in a competition that could kill them or make them immortal. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, be interesting. So, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Davison are executive producers, and Mark Lafferty is the showrunner. Um, Chris Long directed uh, the first episode. So, hmm, I don't know. We'll uh, see what happens. But I think this is uh, National Geographic's first first content uh, produced for Disney Plus. So we'll see. And um, finally, so um, Chris Pratt has um, yeah, he's coming back to TV. He is going to be playing the uh, lead role. In a new um, Anim Amazon Prime series, which is the Terminal List, um, and so this is uh, from Jack Carr, who is an ex Navy SEAL, um, and so uh, yeah, the um, the project is following James Reese. Who Pratt's going to be playing um, And after his entire platoon of Navy SEALs Is ambushed during a high stakes covert mission Reese returns home to his family With conflicting memories of the event And questions about his culpability However, as new evidence comes to light Reese discovers dark forces working against him Endangering not only his life But the lives of those he loves um, Yeah, weird Because I only um, I, Yeah, I saw Rogan talking about this book yesterday uh, And uh, yeah, now news drops that it's going to be a TV show So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with this But people, that is us for another episode Hey, hope you're doing everything to keep sane And we'll catch you next Wednesday Alright people, take it easy, alright Peace